the Dillweed Society Film Podcast. My name is Max, and my favorite movie is Whiplash. My name is Isabella, and my favorite movie is Punch Drunk Love. And this week, we are talking about the Bob's Burgers movie. I thought we were watching a different movie for this week, but I also love, I'm, I'm a big fan of the Bob's <laughs> Burgers movie. I've seen it, luckily. So uh, I told Max he could choose one of two, and he chose the one I didn't think he would choose. Um, but anyway, so this was the long-awaited TV movie based on the TV show. If you're not familiar with the TV show, uh, where have you been? And it was postponed because of the pandemic, and they've been working on it for like two years. But before getting too deep, I have a synopsis for you. When a ruptured water main creates an enormous sinkhole right in front of Bob's Burgers, it blocks the entrance indefinitely and ruins the Belcher's plans for a successful summer. While Bob and Linda struggle to keep the business afloat, the kids try to solve a mystery that could save their family's restaurant. As the dangers mount, these underdogs help each other find hope and fight to get back behind the counter. Wow, that's all. That's like the perfect synopsis. It's long though, because this movie. It's true. It's long. This movie's only oh, it's like an hour and forty. I thought it was like two hours total. Um, well, according to Letterboxd. Yeah, when I was watching it, it must have been shorter than I thought. But yeah, it did seem like a full-on, full-length movie. Mm. I mean, it is. Yeah. The movie that I'm gonna recommend this week is was only eighty minutes long, which is like. I know. I'm it's trying like, to think about what. At that point? No, it is like I think it. It definitely is. I'm just trying to think about what you could could be recommending this week. It's like a novella of a movie. Well, you just saw this. I saw this a while ago, but as I saw this this morning. Yeah, fresh eyes. What's yeah. what's your take? So I've I've seen a lot of Bob's Burgers, but not all of it. Mm-hmm. And I thought that this movie did a really good job of elevating the the good things about Bob's Burgers. I think that the Bob the animation in the TV show is nothing to like call home about, you know? It's like the animation in the TV show is serviceable to the plot and to the writing, but isn't exciting in any way. Whereas the animation in this was so fun to watch. Like all of the characters were so fluid in it um and and exaggerated. It really felt like the animators had a lot of fun doing it. I know that the TV show, the animation is outsourced to Korea, most of it. I don't know if that was the case for this movie. I mean, the animation in the show has changed a lot over the years. I, I mean, you look at, like, the first season, even the pilot episode, and it looks more like uh, like home movies or, like... Yeah, they're stiff. Like, Squiggle Vision. Like, it's, it looks really cheaply made, but it looks handmade. And uh, over the years, they've... I don't know how to describe this type of animation, but you have, like, certain motions, and when they're not doing something, they have... You know in a video game, when some when a character's not doing it, it's like their idle pose? Yeah, like, they have... The resting animation, yeah. So they don't move a lot in the show. My opinion about the animation in the movie, I didn't like it, because I thought it was a little... Really? Well, it was... There was too many shadows for me. It was too dark. But, um... Because in the show, there's no shadows at all. Um, and I... Right. I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm, like, one of the biggest fans of Bob's Burgers. Uh, early seasons. Not not so much the more recent ones. But, yeah, I didn't love the animation in this. But I thought, like, you know, it's a movie. Like, you're going to go all out. You're going to want to put in all the shadows, all the details. Make it look really fluid and cool. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, I don't even know if the, like, stylistic or the artistic changes were what i liked about the animation i think it was really the fluidity of their motion mm-hmm. um like i could honestly i don't think the shadows added anything and probably took a lot of effort to make but like shadows add a lot 
They add a lot. Yeah, but I, I don't know if they... I don't know if they added more than they took away from, like, the aesthetic, you know? We could agree to disagree. That's fine. I didn't go into this realizing that it was a musical. Yeah. Yeah. But it fits the it fits the, the themes and the characters of Bob's Burgers really well. I mean, the show is a musical. Um, there are musical numbers in the show. That's, like, a core... Not every episode. Not every episode, but it's, it's a core aspect of the show, I would say. Yeah, I can't recall in any episodes that I've seen hearing H. John Benjamin sing. Have you seen that episode where he's singing to uh, his burger that came alive? Yeah, I, yeah, I've seen that, actually. I do remember that. Yeah. Does he sing in the one where he's stuck in the wall? No. That's, like, in the first season. Okay. I think that's the second episode. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, he's he's really funny as Bob. I think he does a great job. What did you think of the movie, overall? I loved it. I had high expectations i didn't love every part of it but like you know i loved it you know what i mean like i love the show i love what they did with louise's character like she's my favorite character in the show and i mean it's 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 like a sitcom show like they all have to end up in the same place they started so in a movie you kind of have to have more of a change by the end and i think Mm. they developed louise's character really well like as a child you know i agree and, like, it wasn't so much of a change that it, it made her character impossible to write in the future. Yeah. Like, it, it was just sort of, like, a change in one aspect about her character. I guess she's connected to her, like, hat that she always wears, this pink rabbit ears hat. Yeah. Um, and she's told her this sto- herself this story about, like, why she wears it. Right. Uh, and that, that she can't take it off. And that's really, I think that that was like a really fun thing to work through. Because they've mentioned that in previous episodes, from what I remember. Yeah, her hat has been like a through line. And like, you never see her without the hat. That's that's a thing. And so, no matter what she's doing, she's wearing it. And in season, I want to say season three, there's an episode where the bully, a bully steals her hat. And uh, mm-hmm. she has to like, find different ways to cover her head. Because she's so exposed without the hat. And um, I think that's a really interesting, I don't know, story arc. Or like, you yeah. know? The three kids, I feel like, get more development than, than the two parents do in this, in this movie. As they should, to be honest. The show is the kids. You think they're the main characters? I think they're the most interesting. Aren't there episodes without, like, big things happening with the kids that are mainly focused around Bob? Yeah. Like, for example, the Thanksgiving episode? Or the, the one where he's making the turkey? Uh, the kids are a part of that. I love every Thanksgiving episode. There is the one, you know, the um, the turkey trot. He that's one of my favorite episodes because he sings Donna Summer. You haven't seen that <laughs> I haven't episode. Seen that one. I'll have to find. Bro, no. he sings <laughs> like so often. Anyway, he has a very funny voice. He has a good singing voice. H. John Benjamin is one of my favorite voice actors. Period. Yeah, he's one of the most successful voice actors in like, you know, the past two decades. Yeah, he's so rude though, as a person. I mean, I don't want to. I, I mean, I'm scared to even you know say that? anything bad about him for fear that he will like. He's gonna flame our. He's podcast. gonna flame our podcast and flame us. Literally, <laughs> I'm so scared. Like, you know, I, I love him. He's great, but mm-hmm. I've heard he, some I things. Mean, he's iconic. I, yeah, I could believe it. I don't know. I don't know anything about him though, um, except for like the stuff that he's done, and he's very funny. Yeah. What did you think of the music though? I, th- I actually thought it was really catchy. Yeah. And it wasn't like... It was funny, but it, it didn't feel funny 
to the point of making it not enjoyable to listen to. Like, I've had that song where Louise is going, like, let's be clear. I've had that song stuck in my head, you know, since I saw it. And I think that that's, like, a good song. Like, there's a lot of, like, songs that are just fun to sing. Um, the one at the wharf I thought was really good with all of the pirates, or all of the carnies who don't get paid well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought the music in this, personally, I mean, you know, at least I know when I'm watching a Bob's Burgers show, um, if there's a mu- music number in it, it's it's not, like, the the music or the lyricism that gets you, it's, like, the characters who sing it. And um, right. I think that was still true in this movie. I didn't think that it was anything, like, legendary, but it was cute, and it was... I loved... It's it's a great way to, you know, uh, I don't know, make the story flow, you know? Totally. Yeah. And it fits with the, like, the whimsical nature of the characters. Yeah. Like, almost every single character is, like, a parody, except for, like... Except for Bob, maybe, as the main... As, like, the straight man. But, like, every other character is so is so wacky. Yeah. Even Tina. Do you have a least favorite character? Do I have a least favorite character? I don't think Mr. Fish Odor is very, very fun. Actually, no, I, I take that back. He's, he, I think he's very you fun. You know who voices him? Kevin Klein. No, I thought that it was um, Zach Galifianakis. Oh, that's Felix. That's his brother. Same last name. Oh. Same last name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, okay. so Zach Galifianakis is Felix, who's uh, Calvin's younger brother. But Calvin is their landlord. Calvin Fish Odor. Yeah, Calvin's their landlord. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think any of the characters are bad. I think all the characters play off each other really well. Um, I get annoyed by Eugene. I think Eugene. sometimes Jean's... Sorry. Yeah, Jean's <laughs> character can be a little bit underwritten. And, yeah, like, and kind of annoying. But, like, he's a kid. All of them are played by adults, which I like. I appreciate when adult animation shows don't have kids voicing their roles because it's, it's an adult animation. You know what I mean? Like, over the years, mm-hmm. actually, I will say Bob's Burgers has appealed more to a younger audience whereas it definitely started as an adult show, like The Simpsons. I don't know, this this movie seemed very adult to me. Like, they were making a lot of uh, references that I don't think kids would, kids would get, and if they did, I would be a little concerned. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that too. And I think the show is better yeah. when, it, when it plays on that, because that's what it was based on, you know? And that's, like, the comedy that right. the actors are comfortable with. Yeah, they seemed very comfortable in... Um, in in the the dialogue that was written it seemed like they they put a lot of care into writing the dialogue for this movie and all the actors sort of felt very comfortable and excited about it you know yeah like you said it seems like what they were what they wanted to do you know something i love about bob's burgers is the way that they record it they um i mean i don't know if this movie was recorded that way but I, i'm assuming because this is how the show is recorded nowadays most animated shows are recorded remotely with each of the actors in remote locations not in the same room with one another whereas bob's burgers has mm. like prided itself on all the actors being in the same room so they can bounce off each other like do different takes like do different versions kind of do improv um and it it really builds like their family why are you laughing no, I just think that's so cute that they're all, like, in the same room together. Yeah. They must have so much fun in the recording sessions. Yeah, like, if you if you look up, like, the recordings for most other adult animation show, like South Park, The Simpsons, they're all going to be in separate rooms remotely, probably recording in different times. Like, they don't hear each other, really. But, like, since Bob's Burgers takes place, like, around this family, you need 
you need them to bounce off each other like you need that flow you know so i'm assuming that this is how this movie was recorded but i i do know that all the actors are like feel very comfortable around each other do you think that there's a standout uh performance outside of the family Mm. in this movie yeah or just a performance that you really enjoyed outside of the family i really liked um how felix's character was written and i also liked the actor because felix is not in many episodes he shows up every once in a while same with uh calvin fish like i feel like i really i almost felt bad for his character and i usually don't what about you i thought that um teddy's performance in this movie was really fun to watch like he just seemed very in his element he was like yeah. the most teddy you know, he was so over the top about and apologetic about random things. Yeah. Like he, he was so sweet he's so in this genuine. one. Yeah, he like built yeah. the like the cart that they use. Yeah. That's so sweet. <laughs> he's so helpful. Teddy's the handyman if you haven't seen the show. Yeah, he has a really like raspy voice. Yeah. That's like back in the back of his throat. It sounds like he swallowed a frog. <laughs> swallowed a um, frog. Yeah. When he runs back to the cart at the end of the movie, he says, like, there's a raccoon sitting on it, and when he grabs the, like, platter um, to lift up the car hood, mm-hmm. he says to the raccoon, sorry, I'll explain later. I'll explain. No, because... <laughs> that's so funny. Do you know their relationship with the raccoons in Bob's Burgers? No. Okay, so Linda and Teddy, they use the raccoons as kind of a, their reality show, and they're like, oh my god, did you see what this guy did today? And they've actually named the <laughs> raccoons, I forget their names, and so Linda and Teddy are, like, always talking about the raccoons. And so Teddy is, like, he, he pays them respect. Like, there's been many episodes mm. where they have to help the raccoons, you know. So, in, in their trash, in the alley. So, <laughs> it's kind yeah. of, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't realize that it was going to be, like, a, a murder mystery episode. Yeah. But that was a fun surprise. And the the sort of villain monologue at the end, I thought was very fun to watch. Yeah. And like totally changed the whole the whole story. Right. Um, yeah, I, th- I thought that was a really cool like way to to write it. I thought it was a really compelling mystery because I was trying to figure out who did it. Like I was trying to figure out and each one like kept me on my toes. I was like, what is going on? Like who who did it? You know what I mean? Like so right. did felix do it did felix yeah. do it did their assistant do it did did calvin do it? do it i at a certain point i was like did jimmy pesto do it jimmy pesto is not in this one that much he's not even in this episode yeah <sighs> yeah jimmy jr's in the episode you know he's voiced by h john benjamin too and i can't ever help is he really yeah, you, can you not like once you hear it <laughs> I see that once now. you hear it you can't unhear it Tina. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you can't unhear it and it's like the the voice actors in the show do voice like everyone i think it'd be hard for the person who plays um mabel what's her name christian shawl yeah to play i feel like person. she's very yeah like her voice is so recognizable yeah yeah i love christian shawl true we got the sinkhole right and I like the through line with their restaurant is it's always failing. You know what I mean? Like, they, they always... Somehow, like, yeah, they're always about to go under. That's the joke, though. Like, with the with the title sequence, even, it's like Bob's Burgers re-re-re-re-opening. And that's the joke. And it's I think it's it's a compelling, like, through line that, like, allows them to get up to all sorts of shenanigans. And I really like that the kids 
want to help and they find yeah. this really obscure and like fantastical way of helping of solving this mystery in fact it does help in the end and mm-hmm. um i think that's it's great because like i think that's a thing that kids always want to do is they want to help and they fi- they like create ways that usually are bonkers and they don't help at all and they but in this case it they it actually does help and they save the rest of yeah them. there's that where they're walking to school and louise takes the other two kids around the corner and goes like all right kid huddle, kid huddle. we need to save the business <laughs> yeah it, it's so it's so compelling and endearing and louise know. is the youngest but she's like the most um outgoing yeah and ambitious which character do you relate to the most i know who i would say is you maybe tina a little yeah, bit. yeah that's what i was gonna say yeah. <laughs> you're definitely <laughs> tina you're definitely tina what do you think teddy teddy is our brother Teddy, not not the character. Teddy Teddy, Teddy used to be very Jean like, but not in like yeah. not in like the the jokes way, but like in the I don't know I, just I, the energy the energy like the well Teddy also makes jokes like that and also like doesn't seem to care what other people think about about his like humor you know I guess so yeah uh, we didn't talk about um uh the health inspector yeah he's not someone you want to be no. He's not in this, is he? I don't know, he? he's voiced by Sam Cedar. Hugo? He is, briefly. Hugo? Hugo, yeah. Yeah, no, he's annoying. Nine, three. Yeah. Nine is divisible by three. Just kidding. No, it is. <laughs> um, I don't know who Teddy would be, to be frank. Could be Frank. He could be Frank. There's no Frank. There's no Frank in the show, I don't think. <laughs> what about you? probably louise i think i relate to louise a lot especially when it comes to like the hat thing i'm not as i'm not as outwardly outgoing i don't know how people see me but i think i relate a lot to louise you know one of my favorite episodes of bob's burgers is it's when they have to go find there's like a treasure hidden inside like they call it the butt because the mountain or like the rocks are shaped like a butt they have to go underneath the candy factory that's being destroyed and it's kind of like a little bit like this because they're solving a mystery i don't know it's like a it's a fun kids adventure that i think is a lot like this movie so i i love the adventure aspect of this and somehow like they're able to take this the adventure and give it real stakes and make the audience i don't know they took me along for the ride in a really big way like i really thought how are they gonna get out of it at the end when they're being buried alive and like I, I don't know. I, I, I was too taken with how good the story was and how, like, strong the story was to th- step back and be like, they're not going to die, you know? I know. I almost I um, almost actually thought that they were going to at the end. I was like, whoa. I think their island, the island that they live on, is called Seymour's Bay. I think Seymour's Bay has a lot to offer in terms of, like, adventure-esque storylines because it is such a secluded place in new jersey with the carnival with these fun characters these rivalries it feels fantastical in nature i mean the ending sequences in this movie that take place in wonder wharf are like i I wouldn't even be able to imagine that that's like such a fun concept like going underneath the boardwalk i thought it was like little passageways like it's like clue yeah it's just like clue yeah it's so exciting like there's like you said like there's so much 
un- unexplained, unexplored sort of stuff, characters and and plans in this city that they live in. It seems like the city exists through the perspective of the kids, you know? Like, it's, yeah. so, it's so whimsical, you know? Even the parents are, like, they're very out there. Eccentric, yeah. But it, it seems like, you know, a kid's perspective of, of their parents. I love their their family, though. Like, the kids working at the restaurant, their dad's, like, funny burger creations. I love it. I don't know. Bob's Burgers is one of my favorite shows, <laughs> if it's not already very apparent. I don't, I don't mean to brag, but I built the entirety of Seymour's Bay in Minecraft during the pandemic, and it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty epic. It's very impressive. I've seen it. It's very impressive. Thank you. Spent many hours. Yeah. I, I feel like this, is, this was a very fun movie to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, it's made better by watching a little bit of the show first, but I think it also makes me want to watch the show more. Yeah. Yeah, I think it could be a good introduction to the show. There's a lot of characters that like seem like they're one-off, but are really sort of recurring characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, like their friend who works at the carnival, who's who. He's one of my favorite episode. characters. A, favorite his introductory characters. episode is like my favorite episode of Bob's Burgers. Yeah, you know what that episode is a parody of though? What? It's a parody of the movie Dog Day Afternoon with I think Al Pacino in it. Oh, when he takes uh, hostage of the restaurant. Have you seen that movie? No, I haven't seen that movie. I saw it a few years ago, probably like six years ago. I think it's like one of the more fun bottle movies that I've seen. Uh, it's very like, it's just a bunch of people stuck in a room and like one guy trying to stop them from escaping while he's like taking over the bank in a hostage situation. The The twist is that he's doing the whole thing to fund his girlfriend's gender confirmation surgery. Oh, really? Cool. In this movie. It's it's really good, um, really fun for the time. I should see that. That is his introductory episode. I'm talking about when he gets hired at the restaurant, trying to dig his way over to the bank that they live by to to try and steal right. the money. Oh, you know he's voiced by Bill Hader? Is he really? Yeah, he's voiced by Bill Hader. <laughs> and he's that singing like, there a parakeet in my hat, that song, you know? He covers it up with a poster, and he, Bob's like, you can't be like digging through the wall to the bank. He's like, I'm not digging... That was here when I got here. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I think the show is written hilariously. If you haven't seen the show, watch the show, watch the movie. Please. It's really funny. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really good. You start with the pilot, start with the movie. Either one is good. Do you have a favorite episode, Max? Probably that one. Probably the Dog Day Afternoon episode. I don't or, know if I would recommend I mean, starting with that I one. I have a lot that I really like. The Thanksgiving episode is really good. The one with where the turkey keeps disappearing. Um, okay, all the Thanksgiving episodes are good. There's many. There's ones every year. Okay, I'm thinking of the one when the turkey keeps, like, being dropped in the toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's good. Yeah. Pilot is great. How many toothpicks? How many toothpicks are on the ground? <laughs> count them, count them. How many toothpicks? A hundred? A hundred? It's three. A hundred? It's three. <laughs> it's the worst kind of autistic. How many now? Can't even count. The pilot episode's great. And, Yeah just go from there it's amazing it's an amazing show there's a movie for a reason yeah would you uh give this movie a ranking out of five five stars five stars five stars i love bob's burgers i love it yeah it's not the best thing in the world this movie but my love for bob's burgers is more you know it's five stars it's always gonna be five stars for me uh what about you that's great i think i'd give it three stars yeah i enjoyed it um, I thought there was a lot of, like, fun things about it. 
mm-hmm. but it didn't make there were there wasn't any moment in it where I was like yes that's great and that's like minimum for three and a half stars for me it's like something that's very exciting for me I just really enjoyed this movie I enjoyed watching it yeah it's great it's a great watch um if you want to see it it's on HBO Max or Hulu now we're gonna move to our recommendation section hi everyone I just wanted to pop in and remind you all that our website is being updated with a link to become associate to be able to nominate and vote on this year's films there's information about new movies coming out and our podcast episodes and a lot of other stuff so you can find that at doughweedsociety.com and at Dillweed Society on Twitter and Instagram. Please get in contact with us if you want to be featured on the pod through our email, dillweedsociety at gmail.com, and feel free to share the pod or our website with your film friends. We'd love to hear from you or even have you on the pod. All right, now back to today's podcast. This week, I'm going to be recommending the uh, film A Love Song, which came out this year. Oh, A Love yeah. Song is a... I saw it earlier this week... I don't think that it is one of my favorite movies uh, to come out this year, but it is a very nice, simple movie to watch. It doesn't have a lot of depth to it, like I wish... So it's an hour and 20 minutes long, and I think I wish that it explored what it was talking about more, because it's about it's about grief and self-sufficiency and like rebuilding your life uh, after someone that you loved has, has died. It's also about like loving as you get, grow older. The performances were really good. I'm glad that they didn't pick any like big name actors for this. I think that not knowing the actors made the performances more exciting. Mm. And there are only really like six speaking roles in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it reminded me a little bit of Nomadland in its in its appeal. It's also a little bit like um Into the Wild about like the whole living alone, self-sufficiency, living in the wild. Mm. Yeah, I've been meaning to see that one. Do you have a recommendation for this week? I do. My, there are a few ones I could recommend, but I think I'm going to go with uh, a movie I saw the other night called Emergency. And it's got one of my favorite actors, RJ Seiler. And it's also got like Sabrina Carpenter in like a weird role. Anyway, it is like a college movie about a night where everything just goes wrong. Like they have this plan to go to like, every party and everything just keeps going wrong and a girl almost dies like it's just i think it's a great story it's really compelling all the characters are really they have a great dynamic the acting is killer like and there's a final scene with donald watkins who plays uh one of the best friends it had me like in tears like he does such a good job and it's it's crazy because the tone of this movie is kind of lighter and it's kind of like more of a lighthearted, you know, college movie. And then it just, it pulls you at the end. And I, I can't say enough great things about this movie. Um, it's on Amazon Prime if you want to check it out. That sounds really fun. Yeah. Keep checking the website. We're updating it. There's a new link uh, that you can check out to become associate. We are officially in our recruiting season now so if you want to join up and become associate before the voting season starts so you can get all of the early voting perks uh you should join as soon as possible you'll get on our email list you'll get to vote on what temporary categories we have it's a lot of fun so now is now is a great time to join or to tell your friends to join you could sign up and not even nominate or vote but you know it just gives you the chance to be able to if you if you happen to see a movie this year that you really enjoy or if you just want to nominate for the time traveler like everyone's welcome so uh we just love to have anyone 
come on and be a part of this. So, yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, we'll catch you next Monday.